Can you hear me from this distance? Is this yes. okay? No, you should get close to the mic, but I can technically hear you. So you should get close. See, I, I know. This fucking Dell from work, and yeah. it's very difficult. Well, if you want to hold your mic, you can do that. It's just you can't go like this. Lots of rules going on in here, Whitney. Well, if you want it to sound like shit, Lisa. <laughs> this is good. I'm including it. What's after breakfast? What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas. It's weird brunch. <laughs> good. 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 Everybody should know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all saw that uh, Amber Geiger? Is that how you say her last name? Mm-hmm. Amber Geiger with a spoon. I am so glad they found her guilty. I did not think that was going to happen. This woman was a cop in uniform who wandered into her neighbor's apartment and murdered him just because mm-hmm. he's pop, black. Pop. Yeah, because he's black. Flat out shot him to death. And then she was like, I thought I was in my apartment. And everyone's like, for real? therefore. Yeah. So you still shot someone? Shot someone point blank without asking any questions? on your fucking couch eating ice cream. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't your couch. It was your neighbor's couch. And And you don't know the difference. God. I feel like I'm really glad justice was done for once, but I also feel like in the grand scheme of things, the universe is throwing us a bone to make up for something injustice that's going to happen. That is already like too easy. Yeah, I guess so. There's so much injustice that's already happened. Okay. The scale is way, way tipped. All right. So I'm just suspicious of good news lately. (laughs) I mean, you should be. Hmm. So my immediate thought was like, oh, maybe this is step one to like swinging it back a little or at least balancing it out. Jesus. Um, But Mm. you know what? Probably not. No, it's not. Uh, Step zero. Like still like the most obvious, painfully obvious Mm -hmm. case actually was prosecuted the right way. Now let's get one where there's like. It's not Captain Obvious. It's more well, and nearly straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, it's it's happened so much already. Mm-hmm. Just fuck. Whatever. Yeah. What's uh What's up with uh, your boyfriend skipping out on SNL on the premiere? Oh, I know. Well, I'm so fucking concerned. Pete, what's going yes, on? Yes, but also really quick, let's give a huge shout out to Bo and Yang. Oh yeah, hell yeah, Bo and Yang's the best. Fucking first night you're on the intro. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell I haven't yeah, watched it dude. yet, but I know who you're talking about. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, my dude. Um, no, I'm very concerned about Pete Davidson, and if he could just text me back, <laughs> <laughs> that would. Take care of everything. Make me feel better, Mm -hmm. you know? I hate being like a naggy mom, but good lord, where are you? I mean, it's one thing to skip work, but it's another thing not to talk to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your mom, Pete (laughs) (laughs) Davidson. Respect me. I'm just kidding. His mom's really wonderful. 27 yet? I'm just making sure he's not going to die. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, yeah. Maybe not. No, I don't think he is. He's pretty young, right? He's very young. He's got to be like 25 because Ariana Grande is like 25. Well, I don't think I that mean, matters. 
I, but they seem he's 25 wait are he and kate beckinsale still together maybe that's why he wasn't there because they broke up well she's not 25 yeah that's no. that's for sure yeah she's 46 he's 25 for some reason he's a scorpio i looked that up and that it told me he's out. 25 it told me kate beckinsale is 46 it told me aria grande is 26 and then it told me machine gun kelly is 29 what is he doing in this group mm. um because he and uh oh wait never mind nope that's not mac miller <laughs> oh you I meant dating all white rappers but look the same i think machine gun kelly and mac miller were very good friends I think so. And I think maybe Machine Gun Kelly came out being like, fuck Pete Davidson. Maybe. Oh, okay. oh I don't I know. I like Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know anything about him, but he was in a movie, right? I don't know. Didn't Wasn't he in a superhero movie? Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, like one of the shitty ones, though. Oh, oh man. Probably. That doesn't narrow it down. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's the DC ones. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Did he play Superman? <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Um, well, he was Aqua Boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's too old to play Aqua Boy. Aqua Gun Kelly. Water Aqu- Gun Kelly. Aqua. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I found it. You did it. I got there. Oh, man. Uh, I'm literally trolling. Um, oh, he's in a Pete Davidson film. There you go. Oh. Well, that makes sense. Well, Why? What is that? I wonder if they were Oh, in... he's in the movie that was about... What's it called? The Dirt. Pete Davidson is making oh. a movie about his own life. Oh, that's going to be buddy. released next summer and is directed by you-know-who. Good Apatow. I yep. see your screen from your beautiful Mac. <laughs> We should airdrop stuff to each other. That's we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we literally should. Why am I yeah, not getting the episodes I know. that way? Well, I'll send you this IMDB of Machine Gun Kelly just so you can see it. Oh, fun. I don't know how to do that, though. That's my problem. I thought he was in a fucking superhero movie, but mm. I think I'm wrong. Anyways. Um, welcome to Weird Brunch. Oh, bye. Happy birthday, Lisa. Yay. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Whitney Lamond. I'm Karina Magyar. I'm Lisa Frangrant. And who just wished you happy birthday? And she's a birthday girl. Uh, I wished myself happy birthday. There's two Lisa Friedrichs today. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> welcome to hell. Mm, yeah. I might be able to do something with the stereo sliders to make mm, that real. Mm, mm, mm. That it was real. Oh, yeah. That right. was. What do you mean, real? What if this is like. What if you just saying that just like allowed me to finally have both of my personalities out? Like uh, this other personality just emerges and is like, I've been here the whole time, bitch. I would love that. That would be insane. It would be I insane. I would hope that y'all would take me to a mental hospital. Oh, I'd be very concerned with you, you know, and, and okay. we would take care we'd of you. Let but you also, play like, it out for a good while. We'd though. probably finish the episode, yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe take you to a bar maybe <laughs> see what happens and then maybe put you in an uber to a facility i'm gonna be completely honest because honesty is the bedrock of friendship it kind of depends on what your other personality's like yeah that too like what yeah. if she's cooler yeah which wouldn't be hard but i mean okay uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, she is. 
I've been the other personality this whole time. Oh no. Personality. It's me, me mid twenties, Lisa. Ooh. I'm oh, crazy and fun. I'm we all blacked have that. out all the time. <laughs> I don't sleep at night because I don't know what he's doing. Oh shit. Goodness. Wow. She's fine. She's fine. She's dead. <laughs> She's with Pete Davidson. I put all my She's feelings with Pete behind Davidson. Me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's no. The time has passed. Okay. Mm. Well, should we start talking about things? Yeah. yeah okay. That aren't Pete Davidson? Well, yeah. I mean, they can be adjacent to him. I I've, I've been Stockholm syndromed into enjoying Pete Davidson news. Um, you didn't enjoy it before no don't no. blame me for something beautiful in your life i wouldn't use the word blame i'm thinking pete I'm davidson thinking is the plastic bag in karina's life <laughs> floating through the air i kind of knew you were talking about that anger <laughs> for a second i thought it was like around my mouth it could be that it's choking you like you're the turtle in the ocean that ended up with the plastic bag and now you're dead wow who are you this is a lot of metaphor I'm just the narrator. I'm post dad death, <laughs> and so now I'm really deep. Just a New piece of driftwood. Reborn, yeah. reborn Whitney. Okay, wow. I I'm only glad. wear black. Here we go. Everybody brought a new personality to this I'm episode. Never laughing again. This is 34 year old Lisa. Let's fuck shit up. Can you edit that out? No. My age. I can't. Oh please. All right. Okay. Just put a beep over it. Make it go 30. Beep. I'd edit it out if it was anywhere near or more than mine, but it's not, so you're keeping it. Um, keeping weird. it high and tight. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Aww. But tight. Wait, tight. I don't understand. Like a high number. Oh, I meant like your <laughs> vagina muscles or something, like high and tight, you know? <laughs> Just so long-legged. That's true. They're <laughs> way up there. <laughs> I thought it was a haircut. I think it actually is uh, okay. like like a buzz cut, yeah. right? High and tight. Mm. Fucking whatever, man. I think it's a good vaginal diagnosis. <laughs> vaginosis. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. What's a vaginosis? That's why I said that. Lisa, lock it up. This is why I don't do things after therapy, but here we are. Yeah, we're here for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you want me to tell you a story? I would yes, love that. Tell it's, us a story. It's fucked up, but it's short. It's all I want for my birthday. All right. So this woman named Nicole Gordon, she lives in Atlanta. Uh, she uh, was having some really bad headaches, just like they wouldn't go away. She basically had a constant headache. And um, she finally got the wherewithal to kind of sneak out from her abusive boyfriend's clutches to go check it out at the doctor and uh, the doctor is like this is kind of a mystery headache because uh, you don't have any you know you're not responding to aspirin and it but it seems more serious and you say it's been going on since when and she's like oh it's been going on since like i got in this car crash in 2017 and he was like well that could probably be it but it doesn't seem like a concussion would last for two years what was the car crash about she goes well i don't really remember the car crash i just kind of woke up in my boyfriend's car and i remember the window was shattered and we he told the cops that it was a car crash and i guess i got a concussion oh shit and he was like okay well maybe 
sometimes what happens is, you know, if you're in a really bad car crash and there's window breakage, sometimes you'll get a little piece of like glass or something. Mm, this is a I trip down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, kind of a piece she of glass or something. She wears a lot of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's like, let me just do like an x-ray or whatever. Anyway, he found a bullet <gasps> lodged at the base of her skull. Shut up. Because it turned out her boyfriend shot her. Who she's still with. In okay. the head. Ah. Oh, no. And it didn't work. So he made up the car crash thing. What? And then never told her. <coughs> and it was this is two years later. So what? she's been walking around with a bullet in her head from getting shot by her boyfriend. I guess she just didn't bleed a lot what the that fuck? is a well, really guess... good country song <laughs> <laughs> right so now her boyfriend had already done he just he got out of prison in, in 2010 for um for not sexual killing battery her? for rape mm. and like so of he's not a good dude else. yeah not a good dude and then like uh he'd been beating her around and stuff so like now like this was medical proof of a lot of things so he got arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon aggravated battery possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony crime possession of a firearm by a felon like basically everything because the proof was in her skull that he had shot her Ugh, the Uh, proof is in your skull (laughs) jeez anyway so he he got 25 years in prison um, but she cannot have the bullet taken out of her skull because it's positioned just so that they're worried that they can't do it without, you know, killing her. So she basically has to walk around the rest of her life with a headache from the time her boyfriend tried to kill her by shooting her in the head. It's like at the base of her skull, you mm-hmm. said? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So that is a sad relationship. Um is that the end of your story? That's it. Yeah, it's just, that's it. I told you it was short. <laughs> Lisa seems way more upset about it. What did you, did you want the bullet out? I, don't, I just wanted some kind of vindication. Well, he went to prison for 25 years. Yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> well, he just got Does sentenced. He have a fucking headache every day? He just got sentenced three days ago. So, you know, more things could happen to him. We'll see. Maybe he'll get shot in the head. Oh, wait, I left out the fact that when they went to go get him, there was a two-hour standoff with the SWAT team as he hid in the attic and tried to shoot his way out, guns blazing. Of course. Yeah. He sounds like a real winner. No, yeah, he's a cool guy. How old is this guy, does it say? 39. So when he shot her in the head, it, he was 37? 37, 37, so still older than Lisa somehow. <clears throat> Dang. Hmm. Preesh. Preesh. Ugh. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah. I do not like it. Yeah. Mm. Let's find him in jail and kill him. If you're listening to this in prison and you know this guy, tweet us. Really appreciate it. Did you say what his name was? No, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because I think... Well, I mean... If I don't say his name, then what Lisa just said (laughs) is an inciting violence. (laughs) (laughs) Not that we're bound by FCC rules, but... How old is he? 39. Okay. All right. She's got it now. She's like, I narrowed it down. All right. Well, I just know it's not Pete Davidson, so I'm good. No, it's definitely not Pete Davidson. Mm, Thank God. Lisa, do you want to go now or you want me to go? Um, I would like for you to go. All right. Well, 
I'll continue in our death theme. Well, I guess she didn't die. She survived. Yeah. But a loved one hurt her, which <laughs> is sad. Sad and also relevant. So I'm going to talk about a little boy named Garnett Spears. And I assume it's Garnett. It's G-A-R-N-E-T-T. So, right? Garnett? I, I guess, unless Kevin. you wanted to say like Garnett. Garnett, not Garnett. 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 Garnett de Bagno. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I mean, you can do it, though. It would be funny. Um, okay, so Garnett Spears was born in Alabama on December 3rd, 2008. And... His mom was named Lacey Spears, and oh, every... I was hoping for Brittany. Ah, uh, sorry. I mean, in a way, you don't know what what is going on. Everyone thought she was, like, a pretty good mom. She didn't really... Well, let's go back and talk about Lacey, actually, before. So, Lacey, um, she was pretty young, uh she had a bunch of issues so she was in ninth grade in 2002 and she joined the softball team at parkville baptist church and met a friend named paula and i see where this is going um Paula, I think actually Paula was the mom of a friend but she was 47 and Lacey kind of started convincing her to take her to all their softball stuff and like she would pick her up and do all these things and then she started to try and call her mom and Paula was like this is kind of weird you're in ninth grade like I've met your parents and this is just kind of weird okay and it made her uncomfortable but um one day, Lacey showed up to the church where she played softball, and she had on an ankle brace, and she told everybody that she fell when she was cheerleading, and she said that she fell because she felt so weak because she hadn't been eating since she was anorexic. This is the mom of... No, this, this is the girl, Lacey Spears. She's okay. in She's in ninth grade. So okay. This is the born in 2008 girl. She's not born in two. She's in ninth grade in 2008. I see. Gotcha. This is the history of gotcha. the mother of the boy. I'm catching right. up. So this, okay. this is the mother. Well, yes, but at the time she was in ninth grade. Right. We're talking about her. And I just wanted to clarify that because we had been talking about another person that she was calling, calling mom. mom. That's where I got confused. Yes. Now I get it. Okay. okay. So okay. we're talking about young Lacey who clearly has issues with family relationships. Um, like I said, she starts getting rides to softball with a woman who she starts calling mom. And that woman is like, Hey, this is weird, but I don't know. I guess I would probably be like this poor girl. She's calling me mom. That's fucking mm -hmm. fucked up, man. Moms get off on that shit though. Moms uh, are fucked up. No, they're no. not. My mom's not fucked up. Your mom is not fucked up. It's yeah, people are fucked up. People who are True. already moms don't want more kids calling them mom that they weren't asking for. Karina says that too. Yeah. What? 
Like if you already have kids, if you already have people calling you mom, more kids calling you mom is a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. What? Wait, did I say that at the wrong time? Mm, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm. I think. (laughs) Anyways, I'm so confused. (laughs) I know. Um. Okay. Okay. She she shows up to softball one day and she's like. I have this ankle brace on and the reason I have this on is because I fell during cheerleading and the reason I fell during cheerleading because I'm weak because I haven't eaten in three days because I'm anorexic and her peers are like uh that's kind of weird because I saw you eating a hot dog yesterday at lunch and she was like why would you just scream I'm anorexic yeah she was like yeah but that's the only thing I've eaten in the last three days and they were like okay Clearly, Lacey is a liar, and she has a history of it. Okay. Um, and I can kind of see that that girl just she wants attention. Mm-hmm. Right. She's craving it. Yeah. Maybe she's I'm not. Anorexic. Yeah. She's not getting it from somewhere. She's in ninth grade. Shit's crazy. Um, they go later on, still in two thousand eight, when she is in ninth grade. They go as a group to. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. Please. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like I'm telling this so confusing and it's just not good for y'all or anybody to listen to. Um, she claims she's had to go get an abortion. She says that she went to this place called Birmingham Caraway Methodist Medical Center to get an abortion. And one of her friends is like, they don't do abortions there. It's Alabama. It's Alabama. It's Alabama. And then she's like, Oh, I went to Florida and it's like, I still don't think they really do them in Florida maybe. But anyways, so this girl, she keeps, she just has this history of lying. She also worked at a, kind of daycare facility also in her teen years and she would post on her myspace pictures of these babies she was taking care of and say like this is my baby i'm a single teen mom blah 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 yeah and she was taking pictures of other women's babies and it was totally creeping people out and she did that a lot when they went to parks with the kids she would tell other people that it was her baby Anyways, she's obviously obviously pretty fucked up. Yeah. Mentally. And at age 21, guess what? She gets pregnant on her own um, and has this baby that we began the story with. Garrett Spears, born Alabama, December 3rd, 2008. Wait, that doesn't... I'm just fucking it all up. Anyways. Um, so... Baby Garnet Garnet starts out with a bunch of health issues. Um, he comes out healthy, and then all of a sudden he has like high sodium levels, and weird shit is happening. And doctors are like, "This is weird." And then it kind of settles down. He goes home, and then he's in and out of the hospital as a baby. Um. He's plagued by health issues and Lacey takes him to the hospital over a dozen times to just as many facilities. He had severe ear infections and he 
could not eat. That's what she kept claiming. There was she just could not get him to eat. Mm. And the baby is losing weight. So the baby's anorexic now? Yeah, now the baby's anorexic. You're too fat. This is her... Her own child. Yes. Where's the father? That's a thing also. So she claimed that (laughs) his dad... That's fine. She claimed that his dad was a, like, fallen police officer. Like, (laughs) she got knocked up, and then he was, like, killed on the job or something. Oh, my God. Even though... All of her friends and family were like, you've literally never mentioned this person before ever until after you have had this fatherless child. Oh, um, she stole this baby. They know they oh. do know who the actual father is. And okay. he's just like some regular guy who like installs cable or something. He's just a normal dude. But he's she never guy. she never wanted him around and he never met his son. Right. Which is tragic and terrible, like just because you're a normal guy <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean you shouldn't have kids and know them. Isn't that what we all are? <laughs> Anyways, she could not get this baby to eat and he wouldn't nurse. And uh, she keeps taking him back to the hospital. Ten weeks old, they do some tests on him and see that his sodium level is at 180 when the normal range is about 140 for infants. Um, At nine months old, she took him to more doctors, and they are like, well, we can't figure out what's going on, and if he's not eating regularly, we're going to insert a feeding tube into his stomach, known as a G-tube. I assume the same one that that one girl from the... The one who killed her mother. Mommy dearest, mommy dead. Uh, mommy dead and dearest. Uh, yes. The act. The act. And her name was Gypsy Rose. Yes. That's her name. Um, From that other movie. Yeah. So <laughs> so same kind of deal, except this is a nine-month-old baby. Yeah. So they insert this feeding tube where nutrients are supposed to go directly into an opening in the abdomen and it comes through a hanging bag that pumps into the tube, or you can put a syringe into the end of the tube and then like an put IV it in. bag. Yeah, like okay. a hanging one with like a tube in, mm-hmm. like or a drip. you can take that out and put a syringe into the end of it and put it in there. Yeah. So as this is ha- happening, of course, Lacey Spears is obsessed with social media. Why not? Mm-hmm. She's taking get... selfies with her. What year is it now? Now it's 2009-ish. Okay. So I fucked up. I said she was in high school in 2008, and that was incorrect. That was when the baby was born. Okay. Okay. So um, she's 21 in 2008. Okay. okay. And that meant she was in high school, like, at the beginning of the 2000s, and late 90s right so oh nine she's this is uh social media being like facebook and myspace yes well yeah and i guess well by then i didn't really pay attention to myspace in 2005 2009 and this is 2009 so yeah, i would right. assume it would all be kind of facebook mm-hmm. based maybe vine <laughs> maybe MySpace some vines still a, no no not, not in 2009. 2009 not in 2009 you're right so Lacey is documenting her life with Garnett on social media. She posts photos of him in the hospital, on Facebook and Twitter, and a blog she created called Garnett's Journey. 
Um, she moves her family from Alabama to Florida family. Just her and her son. Yeah, her and her mm-hmm. son. When he's two years old because she's like... So the feeding tube worked. Yeah, the feeding tube is sort of working, but it's not... Like, she still is going back to the hospital pretty frequently. But by this point, people are kind of starting to pick up on things. So when doctors, you know, are like, hey, this is kind of weird. And uh, do you have, do you, is there a reason you can think of where his sodium level would be so high? And she's like, no, I don't know. Okay. See you later. Never see you again. So That's they fun. move from Decatur, Alabama to Clearwater, Florida. Oh God. I know. Man. Right. Clearwater. Mecca. Yeah. Um, excuse me. God bless you. They're, yeah. They're living with uh, her grandma. And, I mean, of course, it's Florida. They... <laughs> grandma City. Yeah, Grandma <laughs> City. Um, but Garnett's medical issues are persistent. And in Lacey's words, she said, the main problem was that he would not... Sh- we could not get him to eat an all he would do is projectile vomit. And Lacey's friends and people who kind of nursed him, like actual nurses, said that every time they fed him literal food through his mouth, yeah. there was never any issues. And he ate like a normal child. Uh-huh. And Garnett Probably was always... Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, was <laughs> always fed by Lacey through his feeding tube. So... This is so wrong. Feeding it, tubes are not good. Yeah. They're like a last resort. Oh, yeah. And it's terrible. Like, he's having seizures and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this kid mm-hmm. is fucked up. And so they live there for a little bit. And then she's like, actually, we're going to move to this place called the Fellowship Community, which is a commune-like oh, enclave located in Chestnut Ridge, New York, which is 35 miles northwest of New York City. Um, she posted, oh, that's the Basset Hound next door. He howls. (laughs) Um, she posted that they were hoping that they could resolve some of the issues if they were living in organic based lifestyle because what the place was, was kind of like an old folks commune. Mm-hmm. basically yeah and um she was living there with garnett and she was kind of taking care of some of the old people and helping with things and garnett's her mom no, no her that's her baby. child oh yeah i'm dumb it's okay there's so many names <laughs> there's two um it's <laughs> so Lacey and many. garnett uh anyways so she I just said, excuse me, for itching my armpit. I excuse myself to y'all. Um, so they're living up in New York, and it's the same shit, different day. He's still having issues. He's having seizures. He has high fevers. Uh, she makes a pediatric appoint- appointment in March of 2013, Oh my God, so, he's five years old he, now? By this time, he's five years old. Sorry, you almost said that like Medea. Apartment? Yeah. I did almost say it like that. Um, <laughs> at this 
doctor's visit, the child seems to be happy and he's running around the office and this is all different than what Lacey had told the doctor. She was like, he's been suffering high fevers and seizures and shit's not good. And the doctor said that something just didn't seem right at all. And he was like, let's do some nutritional testing and that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And she was like, no, absolutely not. And she takes him to another doctor and that doctor. She said no to nutritional testing? She she said no to that doctor and went to this other one who was like, okay, well, we should get him a biopsy to rule out celiacs. And she agreed to that, of course, because it's like a much more invasive procedure Mm -hmm. um i yeah but they think she was resistant to the suggestion of a nutritional evaluation because it would probably mean removing the feeding tube so all the doctors that they kept going to most of them were like well our main goal is to get this fucking feeding tube out of your five-year-old. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And she would just leave whenever that happened. She told people everywhere that he suffered from Crohn's disease, celiac disease, high fevers, seizures, and a bunch of other conditions. And he was repeatedly, continually admitted with elevated sodium levels. And people were just like he has this unknown condition it's so fucking oh, terrible so, how does he have elevated sodium levels if she's shoving mashed potatoes down a tube but yeah she's probably shoving like saline solution or shit so <laughs> let's let's get into a couple months later okay um he starts having issues uh, and no. she takes yeah no who'd have thunk it so she i assume the biopsy turned out just fine yeah okay no or uh, yeah i don't know it didn't say what the biopsy said but i'm sure if anything it was like everything is fine this doesn't have child disease unless your mom's name is celiac yeah (laughs) Uh, so garnett was rushed to nyack hospital after suffering a seizure And shortly after his arrival, Lacey starts posting pictures of him hanging out on his hospital bed, blah, blah, blah. She said he's up and running circles around the hospital. And the police are like, this is too much. Right. Um, They're starting to really suspect her at this point. And um, she keeps using the feeding tube to feed him and she sorry no go ahead so cops are like watching her post all this shit on facebook where it's like every week she's in the hospital with this kid and i'm i love whatever nurse or doctor tip them off that's all Yeah. yeah for real so when he's initially at this hospital they put like a camera in his room uh-huh. and um like, like a thing on his head to an eeg monitor yeah um but the mom is made aware of it like it's not sneaky yeah sure and so a couple, more medical stuff she probably loves it yeah a couple days after being at this hospital he has another um 
seizure, seizure, another reaction, and he's airlifted to another hospital called Westchester Medical Center, where they have video footage of Lacey taking Garnett to the private bathroom multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not getting any better. And then on January 23rd, so he was first taken to the hospital on January 17th, January 23rd, he's pronounced dead. <gasps> and no, the mom had shared all these pictures about we can't give up, blah, 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 and all this terrible stuff. And people are continuing to believe her. Um, oh, her so kid, six days? Yeah. She killed her kid for the likes? Yeah. He died. This is 2014. Um, oh, he goes through all these tests obviously and they see that there this high level of sodium is still there and the police do some digging they go and search the house and it's funny because there's a picture of salt and it's like yeah but everybody fucking has salt in their house it's yeah um but everybody is suspecting that he poisoned her or he poisoned her. She poisoned her son. I wish he would have. With salt. And the day that he was dying, like on his deathbed, Lacey texted one of her neighbors and was like, hey, can you go next door and grab that feed bag that I have hanging up in Garnett's room or and whatever and get rid of it? I don't know what she told them the reasoning was. Get rid of it? But she texted her neighbor and asked them to get rid of this feedback and the neighbor was like yeah okay I'll go over and get it she went over and get it got it but did not get rid of it hell yeah thank Good god neighbor so the police go they get that bag and there are amounts of sodium in the bags that are lethal to people so what she was doing was she was taking the kind of food serums or whatever that they put in the bags and dumping shitloads of salt in it and it was being fed into her stomachs or her son's stomach directly jesus christ um her trial began in february of 2015 where uh her lawyers claimed that the reason his salt levels were so high was because the hospital that she took him to the first place that in that five day stretch um changed his diet and it was their fault because they did it wrong and that's what caused his problem and they said that he was super dehydrated because of rapid infusion iv solution right um that was another one of his chronic symptoms was that he was always dehydrated Dehydrated, because he had so much salt in his fucking body um less than three days of deliberations and jurors found her guilty of second degree murder she salted her son to death yeah that's assault (laughs) she was sentenced to 20 years to life in prison Mm -hmm. um She's going to be eligible when she's 46 years old to get out. 
the reason the judge didn't it's sentence her, age. yeah, <laughs> didn't sentence her to twenty five was because he said that she's clearly like mentally ill and has Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah. Um, but apparently everyone in prison, of course, fucking hates her because yeah. she killed her own child, and she's she's super open to giving interviews with people. And yeah. she said that, of course she is, right? Of course she is. She said that other prisoners will come by her and like pour salt all over her food Hell while she's yeah. eating. And she claims that still. Even if she's lying, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> she still claims that she didn't do anything. And I don't know. She, she's a real fucked up, fucked up person. I just, I'm mad that neither of y'all's people got enough time in jail. <laughs> She, I don't know. You never know. It's twenty to life. Yeah, like yeah. she could get more for like being it, stupid. If she salts another baby while she's in there, yeah, they'll tack some time on. Or if a therapist is like, "Nah, she's still, she's still, she's not still good. not good." Mm-hmm. I showed her a picture of this baby, and she just threw salt at it. She <laughs> stabbed <laughs> a tube through its insides. We went on a walk, and she treated this baby like a snail. Mm-hmm. I'm just like if you if you have pictures of you with your kid in the hospital every fucking week on Facebook, don't you get a diminishing returns on the reactions there? I mean, like, are people going to be like, well, yeah, isn't yeah, that yeah. kind of the idea also? Right. Maybe it's like the worse it gets, the she better the likes yeah. are. Yeah, mm. that and then you know it's also that desperation of still wanting that attention. So. It's like a, you know, an obsessive person texting. Like, yeah. Why aren't you paying attention to me? I just sent you a text message five seconds ago. Blah, 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 blah. Same I idea. I don't understand how people with Munchausen's can afford it. I mean, what, a, what an expensive hobby. Well, salt's I'm sure not she that had expensive. The salt isn't, but all the bills to like Go take fund me to the and hospital. Stuff. Yeah. Maybe even Medicaid. Like, yeah, I'm sure she was on some type of assistance. Yeah. <laughs> and people probably gave her money because they felt bad yeah because of this I would poor give money kid to a dying kid yeah me too what's the last thing you gave money to oh shit on a gofundme um it may have been for a dog surgery mm-hmm. Yeah. Was oh no! You know what? Sur- it might have been the same dog no, surgery. There was this big fire uh, down south in Austin. Oh yeah. And my friend who I work with, her apartment was right next to the fire, so her apartment caught on fire. Oh. And she and her roommate ran out with nothing but their dogs and the clothes on their back. Uh-huh. And I that was the last thing I donated to. That makes sense. Because you can't have like fire insurance if you're in an apartment right i mean you could have renter's insurance but you're never gonna it's get that the shit same. back yeah, yeah that shit's gone like you lost everything mm. that's the i get I, drunk and like donate to the aclu and shit like that when i'm like <laughs> depressingly scrolling i donated to bernie sanders campaign yeah <laughs> like i don't i don't know that's better than going on Amazon and being like, I could use I this. I do that too, though. Well, at least it's a combo. It it's whatever gets me first. Is it an ad for <laughs> like a ring from Etsy that I've always wanted or, uh, yeah, or Bernie political Sanders. thing or Bernie Sanders? <laughs> 
I keep a list of people I get into serious fights with on Facebook who hate my guts. And then if they do a birthday fundraiser, I drop serious cash on it. Really? God. It's not like my best Damn. trait, but I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Oh my God. Yeah. How much money have you given away that way? It's enough to report my taxes when I add it yeah. up. One person blocked me. After you donated? <laughs> yeah. Because they set like a $50 like goal and I blew it away and they were like, uh, and they blocked me. That's I confused awesome. Them. Well. Do I know this person? Yeah, they're all comics. Okay. They're all comics who think I'm evil and tell every, spread rumors that I'm evil. So I like to. <laughs> oh, no. My, Did your Dell die? Dell die. Dude. Die, Dell. Wait, okay. I got it. I got it back. Okay. The show sleepy. will go on. Okay. It's just a fucking Dell. Sleepy Dell. Uh, oh, you have a story. One of you. I, I do. <laughs> do you have a we story? We have a story. Okay. One of you has a story. So I want to talk about one of Alaska's greatest unsolved mysteries. <gasps> and it's not the grizzly bear. <laughs> I don't know. Um, is it why Alaska is a state? No, that's... Okay. I feel like that's more of a you story. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this one, we're going to go back in time. Y'all's were both very recent, but um, mine takes place on October 16th, 1972, when Alaska Democratic Congressman Nick Begich, 14, 40, 14, Jesus, 40, uh, his aide Russell Brown, 37. Can you imagine being 37 and being like, you're only three years older than me and you're a fucking congressman and I'm a fucking aide? I'm projecting. I'm sure that was their entire that. relationship. Yeah. It sounds right out of Veep. Yeah. Uh, I love that show. I know. And that then the bummed it's over. Speaker. I need to watch Who all of it. always has to say the awful thing mm-hmm. that Speaker taught him. It's one of my favorite characters. Uh, so Nick Begich, his aide Russell Brown, and Louisiana Congressman Hale Boggs, 58 years old. Hale Boggs? Hale Boggs. Uh, were preparing to head to Juneau, Alaska, so that they could attend an election rally for Begich and address a fundraising dinner during a campaign trip through the state. Nerdy geography fact. Ooh. Juneau is the only capital city that you cannot reach by road at all. No roads get to it. You have to fly in. Why is Juno the capital? It's complicated. You can reach it by boat. And when they were setting up capitals, it was actually a really nice stopping point on the way down the coast of California by boat. But they haven't bothered to build any, you know, car roads to it. Got that's it. That's a lot of places in Alaska, though. Yeah, there's. but I mean, the capital, I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's... They haven't got around to that. Big dumb. I'll tell um, you how important Juno is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, uh, let's see, 9 a.m. October 16th, they board the Pan-Alaska Airways twin-engine Cessna 310 plane, just in case you're into planes for our spectrum listeners. Um, and it was manned by, I don't know what a bush pilot is, but I... I believe. thought that was more like an Australian like a, thing. Yeah, I mean, it is. But it's like just somebody who does a little two-seater, four-seater flights. Cessna. Okay. Oh, yeah, that don't require like real airports. Oh, you know right. a Cessna? Yeah, it's just like a little plane. That's like what 
Yeah. Mo- that's like the most common. A Cessna is like a nice little yeah. plane. Usually when I think bush pod, I think like Indiana Jones style, mm-hmm. like guy in a biplane who lands you in a lake. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what John jo- Don Jones was. John Don Jones. Well, if he's flying a guy named Hale Boggs from Louisiana around, that's probably what mm-hmm. it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a former military pilot with over 17,000 hours of flight time uh, and a lot of experience flying for Pan-Alaskan Airways. Uh, the plan was for them to fly over the Turnagain arm of Cook Inlet to Yakutat. I fucking nailed that so much harder than... Don't tell me I didn't. Seems good to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then go straight from there to Juneau. Uh, This was supposed to be a three and a half hour flight covering around 550 miles. (gasps) Um, Same length as the SS Minnow. I was... Yeah. Is it really? No. The SS Minnow was supposed to be a three hour tour. This is a three and a half hour flight. Well, half an hour is just for security checking and seating. <laughs> That's true. So, um, so <laughs> things seemed really smooth. The weather was calm. They had more than enough fuel. They were, uh, you know, they were feeling really good about this, but they would never arrive at their destination. Hmm. Um, but why? Took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. So when the plane failed to arrive, there was an immediate launch of a really huge search and rescue operation. The Air Force, Army, Coast Guard, and Civil Air Patrol all worked uh, with every research to comb the sea, glaciers, mountains, forests. I mean, fuck getting lost in Alaska. Um, over 40 military aircraft used state and art state of the art state and art god damn it state and art state of the art detection it's equipment a bone apple tea. which in 1973 was what like a coleco yeah it was like a wishbone that if you broke in half you were gonna find them um What's, yeah and there's like a witch there with one yeah. eye to like interpret it <laughs> three witches knew- one eye that's right sorry it's all right yeah the other two were in coach mm-hmm. the ones without the eye yeah yeah can't have them in first class. Nope. No, God, no. Um, and they also recruited 100 private planes to aid in the efforts. Uh, 400 private salmon fishing boats joined the search. And the search stretched for a full 39 days and searched a grid of 322, wait, 325,000 square miles. Jeez. Yeah. I've always wanted to be part of a search. We can just go look at stuff. Yeah, go look for things. I don't want to just look for things, though. Like, I want to we have a real down, goal. Let's go down to Walmart, finding a missing kid, and then go look for him. We'll find yeah, a kid, a we'll put him poster. in the woods, yeah. we'll give him two hours, and then we'll come back next and see Next time where he's we at. see an Amber Alert, let's yeah. just go. Yeah, okay. seriously, next time the phone's buzzed. But I find it a lot more interesting when it's like, oh, we're in Alaska, and we have this resource of local fishermen. How can we utilize them to find this downed airplane. So do you want to be salmon. a fisherman? Yes. What I'm saying is, <laughs> let's go to Alaska and become fisher women. That's true. Thank you. Fisher people. Fisher people. Fisher queens. That's a band. Anyways. No, it's not. It sounds like Fisher Spooner, though. Um, there was... 
At two points, two hits from an emergency locator beacon somewhere, but the source could not be found, and it was unclear if it was the missing plane or not. So they got something. They picked up something in the middle of fucking Alaska. The black box or whatever. Yeah, but they they can't tell if it's from the missing plane or just, you know, some fucking camper who's like, I don't know. Bear (laughs) Grylls. You're on the same channel. Tune to a different one. (laughs) It's definitely Bear Grylls. <laughs> it was when he was born. He was born with a beacon locator in his mm-hmm. in his stomach. In his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to say butt. I should have. Um, there had been no radio contact indicative of anything wrong. So, it, it you know, before it went down, there, there was no record of them being yeah. like, help. Um, so they're flying over the ocean, though, right? To get from an inlet to Juno's right on the ocean. I don't know that they got to the inlet. Mm. Mm. So that's the... They didn't even get that far. Well, that's the other thing is, like, they don't know where they went down. Wow. Um. So, let's see. The plane had failed to make a routine check-in with the Coast Guard station along their route from Anchorage to Juneau. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, so, it's Anchorage down to the south. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they speculated that the plane's radio had become inoperable somehow. I mean, it's 72. Not everything works. Um, there was chatter at the time from some ham radio operators. Oh, God. I, I love 70s. ham radio. I can we get one? Just I think now? I have one for real. Yes. Can we play with it? It is still in its box. It's Let's get it. Uh, okay. But we can definitely get a, a ham radio. Um. So ham radio operators in Northern California said that they had received transmissions from the plane that claimed they were survivors, but this led. Nowhere. Duh. Ham radios. Um, the Coast Guard received an anonymous call from a man who claimed that he had used advanced experimental electronic equipment to locate the actual crash site. The man was heavily interviewed by authorities and his information was considered reliable. But it is unknown whether they actually followed up on it or whether it led anywhere. We'll get to that. Uh, months before the flight, Alaska had passed a state law that required all small commercial aircraft to have an emergency locator transmitter, which would have sent out a distress signal in the event of a crash or emergency. Uh, no signal from this type of transmitter was received, so the authorities investigated whether the plane had that or not, um, and they found that the one that should have been aboard had been left behind at the Fairbanks residence of pilot Don Johns. Witnesses would later insist that they had in fact seen Johns carrying a transmitter on board, but it had been a different color and left the proper one back at his apartment. Hmm. So plane went down. We got some politicians on that plane. What's next? They're just congressmen, right? conspiracy theories they're not senators i mean are congressmen politicians yeah yeah well, but like but a senator is way more important than a congressman well i guess in alaska they only have one this congressman so he's right more rare than a senator but i don't know they're replaceable Technically more rare than you replace a them every two years anyway so it's like yeah. Yeah. yeah did you do this did i do what this plane crash yeah i was Negative one years old, 
And I use the beacon in my butt to shoot the plane down. <laughs> there you go. Um, so the favorite conspiracy theory is that this was all orchestrated by uh, the government. Due to the involvement of Boggs in the Warren Commission, oh. which charged with the inve- which was charged with the investigation of the 1963 assassination of John F. Kennedy, uh-huh. and had come to the conclusion that it was all carried out by the lone gunman Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh oh, Boggs disagrees with this finding. Uh, and seeks to reopen the investigation, which caused all kinds of fuckery from the government that started happening to him years leading up to the crash. Boggs mm. claimed to have run... Like what? Happy to tell you. Boggs <laughs> claimed to have been run off the road by a mysterious black, unmarked Lincoln Continental. No vest- investigation was followed up on his uh, concerns. And just a year before his vanishing, he would claim that the FBI had tapped his phones... Uh, he called for the resignation of J. Edgar Hoover. Like, he was uh, well, fucking mean, crazy. Geez, anybody without with a brain would call for the resignation yeah, right. of J. Edgar Hoover. Um, the FBI, of course, denied it. And there's no way to know if they really did tap Boggs' phone or if it had anything to do with the Warren Commission. But guess where I'm leaning? <laughs> um, I, I have an, a thought just about how... I mean, the thing with conspiracies, especially about politicians, is that there's always going to be something you can point to, like, oh, he was meddling in this, and that's probably who killed him or her. Sorry, I didn't mean to make it all about dudes. <laughs> but I mean, if we're talking about death, I'd rather talk about the dudes. Mm, yeah. Eh, anyways, I'm just saying there's always something. That's true. That could be suspicious, right? There's always some reason to get rid of a politician. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just checked into my bias. Why do I trust women politicians more than men? Because you trust women more than men. And the reasons why we could list them. Well, I just know that women in politics have done terrible things, too. Yeah, but sure. show me the emails. Okay. She, didn't she? Yeah, I think she yeah, did. She okay. Did. Yeah. <laughs> but what about the emails? Um, no, <laughs> didn't that woman never mind. I'm <laughs> we talked about Alabama, so now I'm just all on that. Um <laughs> Another conspiracy theory is that Nick Begich was a target. Uh Begich's widow, Peggy, would briefly marry a known mafia hitman named Jerry Max. Paisley, who she had been secretly dating even before the disappearance. Uh, Jerry ended up going to prison in 1994 for murder. Murder? Uh, And then he made several confessions to various crimes and gave details to some unsolved murders. Um, But the strangest confession that he had was that he smuggled a bomb into Anchorage, Alaska in 1972. I like that one. This is a theory that, well, maybe I could get behind, but wait, did they live in Alaska, though? Right. So he's from Alaska. Uh, Baggage. I mean, I would assume that if he's fucking a guy that lives in Alaska's wife, Right. Betty probably lives in Alaska. Right. So him smuggling a bomb into Anchorage 
isn't as far-fetched as someone from somewhere else. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking it out. Well, no. Now I want to know where he's from because they don't say. Um, He was told by his contacts that something big was about to go down and the plane vanished shortly after. And years later, he would be informed by one of these contacts, uh, who happened to be a friend of Peggy's, that the bomb had indeed been placed on that plane. How many gangsters are there in Alaska? I feel like there's probably a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, that's where I I would go to disappear. I highly doubt it. Well, Google it. Um... Rather interestingly, when the Anchorage Police Department decided to take this information to the FBI, they received no cooperation whatsoever. Because they were like, this is stupid. (laughs) The whole case was shut down immediately. Um, And then in addition to that, there's also the idea that the plane just fucking crashed. Uh, It took off in fair weather. Towards the end of the flight, there was rain, ice, fogs, and turbulence. Yeah, but it's um, Alaska. You know what I mean? Like, there's always shit to fly through. Yeah. Well, and this dude had been flying flying his whole life. Alaska Airlines. For, That's the for part everyone. where I don't I don't know if I get in like the conspiracy of who and why and how, but I the fact that he just accidentally crashed with no warning or no radio contact that's suspicious as fuck. Yeah. Well, and that he left that thing at his apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, so, it's possible it could have crashed into a mountain or the Prince William Sound. If it had crashed uh, onto the sound, this could have disrupted the signal of the plane's emergency transmitter. Yeah, and uh, then it could have sank to the bottom, and people probably wouldn't have been able to find it through search efforts because uh, sure. you know salmon don't swim that far down. Mm. Um, I'm here for the salmon people. um so yeah that's the it's a big mystery the plane's never been found um other than the guy confessing murders and saying that the he there was a bomb on the plane but they've never found any like remnants there was a bomb on the plane he said his contact said said that the bomb had been placed on that plane did he i thought he said that he had smuggled a bomb into anchorage and then somebody said something big is going to happen. Yeah. And but he didn't say anything else. Just that, hey, uh, gangster guy, something big is going to happen. Um, l- later, after he was saying this, he would be informed by one of these contacts who was a friend of Peggy's that the bomb had been placed on the plane. Oh, okay. So either Peggy's bitch ass did it. <laughs> It could have been Peggy. Don't discount the women. (laughs) I need to do a check with myself after this. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I. So they've never found any remnants of this plane or any like anything at all. So even if it was a bomb, you would think that you would find something. A bomb would definitely leave some. I mean, unless they blew it up over water, but they wouldn't fly that far over water. If the plane explodes in Alaska. Does, Does it make a sound? <laughs> Good fucking question. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Yeah. What'd you learn? Hmm. Make some noises. crimes. Some crimes take years to figure out. And sometimes you just have a bullet in your skull. 
Sometimes or salt you in your have belly. a tube in your belly. Yeah, and sometimes you have a plane in your ocean. Everyone wants to kill Bomb you. Bomb your plane. Everybody mm, wants to kill. Plane. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the Tears for Fears? Oh, no, that's different. Everybody wants to kill you, Lisa. Oh, no. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right.